So you're thinking about selling your home, but you're not exactly sure what to do. You're in the right place because this podcast is called Get Me Ready to Sell. And that's exactly what we do. We get you ready to sell your home and to be confident about your decision to move forward. I'm Jeff Jones, a real estate professional with eXp Realty. And today we're going to be talking about getting your home prepared to sell. So let's dive right in. Are you feeling uncertain about selling your home? Do you wonder what needs to be done to get it sold, what you could sell it for, and how to get an acceptable offer? If that's the case, then Get Me Ready to Sell is the podcast just for you. Your host, Jeff Jones, is a realtor, coach, and entrepreneur, and he can help you gain the confidence you deserve to successfully sell your home. Here's Jeff. Have you ever gotten up in the middle of the night had to go to the restroom or get a drink of water and you stump your little toe. I mean, that little toe right on the edge of your foot, you hit the corner of the bed or the nightstand or some box that somebody left in the floor. You stump that little toe and the pain just radiates throughout your entire body. How does something so small and seemingly so insignificant cause problems that great? Well, when it comes to preparing your home for sale, some small things that you do could have a huge impact on getting your home in the best condition to sell to draw you the best price to sell as quickly as possible. We're going to talk about some of those issues when it comes to getting your home prepared to sell. We're going to be talking about some things you need to prepare, some things that you need to replace, and some things that you need to remove. You're going to see overlap in all of these because it's kind of hard. Is that repairing it? Is that replacing it? Are we just removing it? I'm going to try to keep it somewhat organized, the thoughts organized that way of repair, replace, remove. But as we work through here, you'll see where there's a little bit of overlap coming in. If you're listening to this on the podcast, I'm going to do the best I can to describe some pictures. If you're watching this through video, you'll get to actually see some pictures that I show you of a home that just recently went on the market that went through this whole issue of getting it prepared to get it sold. So that's what we're going to be doing today. One of the things that you can do regardless of the market you're in is you can research the current trends. What's acceptable in your market, in your area for home buyers when it comes to looking at a home? What are some things that they're expecting to be fixed, replaced, uh, repaired, replaced or removed? How prepared do they want that home to be sold? Or what in your area is allowable for them to tackle as the buyer. Pretty much whatever a buyer and a seller agree to, it's okay. But you might have some buyers that really don't want to deal with that type of thing. So find out what's in your area, what's most accepted. Is it turnkey ready? Just move the boxes in, unpack, and here you are. Or are there some things for them to do to upgrade to make it their home? Find out what's going on in your area. But this will at least give you some idea of some things that you need to begin to take a look at. So let's talk about repair. Do some minor repairs. What I suggest is that you walk through your home as if you have never seen it before. Walk through every room in the home, turn on light switches, turn on water faucets, flush toilets, turn on tub drains and showers, tubs and showers, watch the drain, see how that works. Turn on the heat and air, look at the vents, take a look at the outside. What does the roof look like? Is there rotted wood on the fascia board or on the soffit? Do the gutters leak? Just take a look at those things so that you can 
can identify what a buyer is going to do and chances are a buyer is going to get an inspection. Well, that may be something you want to do on the front end, especially if you're not a handy homeowner person. Go ahead and have an inspection done. The buyer might appreciate you having an inspection done by a reputable inspector. Your brother-in-law may be a reputable inspector, but they may not trust your brother-in-law's opinion of the home. However, they're still free to get their own if they ask for that in negotiations and making an offer on your home. But it might be beneficial to you so that you don't have any surprises. You know, I've got a few friends who are lawyers who work in trial cases. And what they say is that when you get to the courtroom and you have someone on the stand, don't ask a question you don't already know the answer to. Now, that may not be totally possible, but for the most part, don't ask a question you don't know the answer to. When it comes to selling your home, don't be surprised at something that a home inspector finds. You need to be aware of that. So go ahead and find out what that is. Maybe it's something that can be repaired. Maybe it needs to be replaced. Maybe it needs to be removed. But go ahead and get an idea of those things. So when we're talking about repairing some things, taking a look at the foundation. Are there cracks in the bricks or concrete foundation? Are there cracks near windows or doors that move from a corner up to a, the ceiling line? Those can be issues in my particular market with soil compaction. We have a lot of heavy clay soil that expands when it gets wet and when it gets dry dry, it contracts and that creates movement. It's not really a fixable foundation issue without tons and tons of money. If it can really ever be fixed perfectly, that's where you consult a foundation expert. I'm not a foundation expert. I'm not a contractor, fairly handy with some tools, but don't take my word for that. Consult with a specialist on those things. I'm just pointing out some things that you need to make sure you're aware of when it comes to getting your home prepared to be sold. We mentioned turning on the water and stuff. Does it make funny noise when it turns on? Are there leaks? More than likely, an area that tends to leak is a washing machine shutoff valve. When you hook the washing machine up, you turn the water valve on. It's not ever turned off again until you replace the washing machine or you remove the washing machine and you have to turn it off. There is a rubber seal that goes in there around it and there is a little rubber gasket piece that goes into the bottom of it, a screw, that when that valve is closed, that rubber fits into a seat and completely seals it. Well, it dry rots over time, especially if you've not cranked the wheel, cranked the water shut off off and then back on, that tends to leak. So when you remove the washing machine to move out of the house, somebody's coming in taking a look, they see the laundry room water line leaking because of a $2, couple dollars in parts and some labor involved that either you can fix as the homeowner if you're handy with plumbing or you have a plumber or handyman coming and do that stuff for you. But that's something that you need to fix also so it doesn't cause any further damage because if you've moved out and it's leaking, it could be all over the floor somewhere. So you don't want that. Any electrical issues that you have in the home, you might need to repair. We're going to talk about, I'm going to show you some pictures about electrical stuff, but we're going to be doing that in the replace section in just a moment. Tile. If you have grout lines that are failing, if you have tile that is cracked, you might want to consider getting that replaced. And here's where I'm going to show you a couple of pictures. This home recently went on the market. The homeowner was having some issues in this shower with grout, removed some grout in here, tried to repair, put new grout in and repairing this issue. Couldn't quite find the grout to match it up. And some of 
of these lines in here, these dark lines, they happen to be where the tile comes together at a weird angle and the tile inside, it's a brown terracotta clay tile that is brown. And if the grout doesn't completely cover up the edges, the brown shows through. But most all of this is exposed where the grout lines were removed and new grout needs to be repaired. This grout failure needs to be repaired. Here's another section of outside tile where some tile pieces are missing. It needs to be repaired by reinstalling these. This grout is outside of a roof. This tile is outside of a roof line and you can see where it's failed. They have some leftover tile pieces. They need a tile person to come in, possibly come in and go ahead and repair the damaged tile that's here. That's just one of those things that are going to draw buyers attention to, oh, well, what's this problem here? If there's a little problem here, where are some big problems? So let's get rid of the little problems, not hiding something. Again, you want to fully disclose any issues that you've identified in the home, especially when it comes to dealing with the home's value or people's health or their safety or their security. You want to identify and make sure you've disclosed to the buyer all of the things that you know that could be a potential problem with the home. Another thing that you might want to consider getting repaired are your windows. A home inspector is going to raise and lower all the windows they have access to. They're going to check the locks. This particular lock on this window didn't lock. So we had a handyman come in, a home repair service come in, and they he was able to make it to where this window actually locks now. So we went on to fix that. That's not going to be something that a home inspector is going to find with this particular window in this particular bedroom. Any broken windows while we're here at windows, if there's broken glass, go ahead and repair that. If you have windows that have double panes, that have a gas that's inside them that's been sealed, when that seal fails, those windows turn hazy. You, know, you might have bought a house that way or you've already fixed that in your house before. If you have that, especially if that's in windows on the front, that's one of the very first things that you see. You might want to go ahead and talk to a window person about what would it take to repair this, which is actually going to be a replacing that entire window. That could be a fairly expensive undertaking or it may not be that much. I've had some buyers that have accepted a home with windows that way and I've had some buyers come back and work out a negotiation with the seller to replace those windows, to repair that problem, which that repair is actually a replacement. Open and close the doors, your cabinet doors. Does something stick? Do they not close? If you've got some drawers, do they fall back open? Do they stay closed? Are they hard to open? Just some issues there. There's some simple fixes that because it wasn't worth it to you while you lived there, you just lived with it. Well, you're not going to be living with it anymore. And when you've lived in a home for five or six or 10 years and some issues happen. In my own home, cabinets that I built and drawers that I put in, I don't know if it's settling issues outside with the home, but from time to time, a couple of our kitchen drawers slide back open five or six inches. It's annoying. It's been doing that for a couple of years. Have I taken them out yet and put new drawer guides in and adjusted them to where they fall back or held them shut? No, I haven't done that. It's not worth it for me to deal with. Now, I probably should, and you should probably do that too, but it's not going to be my house anymore. If I'm selling it, which I'm not, if I'm selling it, I don't want a buyer to come in and open up a drawer and close it and then it slide back open. They're going to go, what ghost lives in this house? What's the problem here? Is there foundation issues? Is there all kinds of things that they could come up with that there's not a problem there? It's just something that I haven't fixed. You've been okay with that sticking door or that loose doorknob. Don't be okay with it when it comes to selling your home. Go ahead and repair that. If you can't do it, 
have someone repair it for you. Fortunately, this glass didn't need to be replaced. This glass in this picture is good. The window lock has now been fixed and we're able to move on and do some other things. Now we mentioned repairing some things. Some things can't be repaired or the repair is to replace it. So let's talk about some items that you want to consider taking a look at that may need to be replaced. I mentioned doorknobs and handles. Well, if they're loose, repair them. If they're old, if they're grimy, if they're nasty looking, go ahead and replace them. Door handles aren't that expensive. Drawer knobs, cabinet knobs aren't that expensive. Consider replacing those, updating them, making them look modern, newer, matching the rest of the house. You might want to also consider giving your home a fresh coat of paint. I'm going to show you a picture. And in this picture, there are a variety of things that are going on that we'll take a look at. This particular home, it's kind of hard to tell, but the paint, I consider it like a chocolate milk paint. The gutters were leaking. There's a basement in this home and water had gotten in in the past through here. The homeowner poured some concrete, but it didn't completely eliminate the issue. As water would come through, this concrete had settled. So water would come off of the gutters and come into here and go down through this seam and find its way down into the basement. So in the process of painting the outside of the house, replacing the gutters, the concrete was pulled up. The gutter downspouts went into PVC that went underground. And I'll show you that in just a moment and went into a drain that's in the driveway that goes around the back side of the house. The homeowner pulled the water away from the house and then resealed all of this and painted all of this. Here's what that house looks like now. And you can see this is not that same paint the way the shadows are here on the garage doors. It looks a little bit different, but the garage door area is actually the same color as the rest of it. It's just how it looks in shading. And you can see how the downspouts from the gutters come out. They go down into the concrete. You can see where this whole concrete section was cut and taken out and the drain goes into the gutter right here. So the water is all taken away from the house to fix that issue. So one of the things that you may consider doing is taking a look at replacing any issues that you have with water around the home. Also, this home, some of the fascia board was rotting. Some of the soffit area was rotting. So in that whole process, all of that was replaced. If there were issues, it was replaced. And then it was painted and sealed to keep water out of the paint. Some other things that you want to consider replacing in your home may be light fixtures or light bulbs. Replace bulbs if you have mismatched bulbs. You don't need a warm light and cool lights in the same fixture. Replace those bulbs. This particular home replaced all of the interior bulbs, well, almost all the interior interior bulbs. I think there were six or seven specialty bulbs that didn't get replaced, but most all of them were replaced with LED bulbs. And in the process of replacing these with these LED bulbs, and most of them all went cool white to add brightness to the home. In that process, light switches were also replaced. Many of the light switches that were in here were a touch dim switch that didn't work with LED lights, especially with more than one LED bulb in the series. So the light switches were changed out. You can see there's one switch that wasn't changed out. It's kind of dirty looking. It's a two, three, four dollar light switch. Change the switch out, clean it. If you can't clean it, replace it. There's no sense in leaving that for people to go, ooh, gross, I don't want to touch that. And in that process, we cleaned the seller, cleaned the light switch covers, but they still didn't look as good as new ones do, especially with the new ones. So all the switch plates have been replaced in this home. It's 
especially where the light switches were changed out. Replaced all of those things. So those are some things that you want to consider when it comes to replacing in your home. You're not taking paint off to put new paint on, but you're putting new paint on. Replacing the light switches, replacing the light fixtures, maybe in the bathrooms, replace the bathroom fixtures, shower heads, faucet knobs, all of those things. Consider replacing those items in your home, especially if they're dated and aren't as appealing to a buyer as what's accepted or expected in your current market at the moment that you're selling your home. Maybe give your kitchen a facelift. Is it time for new kitchen cabinets, which is going to be expensive? Is it time for some new kitchen countertops, which may not be as expensive as cabinets, but it's going to be an expensive piece if you decide to do that. Replace old carpet with freshened up carpet. I'm going to show you another picture of this home, and this is an area of the basement where water would get in. The homeowner pulled damaged sheetrock off of the wall back here and pulled up all of the wet damaged carpet. It's been gone for a while, but in getting their home sold, and you can also see there's clutter here. We're going to talk about decluttering in a moment. You can also um, see all of this. So that's what the room looked like previously, and the seller had some carpet squares left over from other areas in the home that they'd had for a while. So they put new carpet squares down, had some expense on some labor and some expense on some glue put in this vinyl base that's here that finishes out the room they still have a few things to do in here but for the most part see how much better that room looks that's the exact same room same receptacle that was over there that you can see in here but it just looks much more inviting this room could be now continued to be used as storage which is what it was used for before that's dirt on the other side of both of these two walls this could become a safe room and it's about 20 by 10 or 20 by 12 almost in this home. So it's a pretty significant size room that's in a basement that could be used as a storm shelter if they needed it to. Our area had some tornadoes roll in recently and people are talking about putting storm shelters in. This is a great option for this home. So that's talking about getting carpet replaced. If you've got old outdated carpet, it may be time to get new carpet put in or at least be prepared to give an allowance to a buyer who comes in and goes, ooh, I don't like this carpet. This carpet's 10 or 12 years old. There's some places where it's coming up. It's got some ridges in it. it. can't be stretched anymore. If you don't go ahead and replace it, you may need to be prepared to allow some money to go toward the new buyer replacing that carpet. Give your windows a facelift. We mentioned repairing any broken windows. If you've got old wood windows, you might want to consider some new energy efficient vinyl windows going in. It just depends again on what's expected in your market. If you're going to be leaving appliances, if you have a 20 year old refrigerator, you might consider replacing that or the dishwasher or garbage disposal or ice maker, whatever it is, consider upgrading that with current modern appliances, especially if they're outdated and you can have that ready for the buyer when they come in that it's brand new appliances that you've put in. You might want to consider also some home automation, whether that is a smart thermostat, smart light switches, smart garage door openers or door openers themselves, but smart homes. Many buyers today are looking at that. They want to be able to control on their phone, open up a door, change the temperature in a home, monitor all those things. So some things that you might consider doing to get your home ready to sold. It's not designed to take money away that you're going to earn from the home, but it's designed to make sure that there are no issues with the home, that also that buyers are attracted to the home and don't turn their nose up at it and walk away. You want to get an offer on the home so that you can move forward, moving on to what you have next. Again, you've decided to sell your home for a variety 
variety of reasons. Downsize, upsize, relocate to a different area, liquidate it for whatever reason. You want to sell your home. You don't want it on the market a long time. So make sure that you have it ready and prepared for a buyer to come in to make an offer. Replace isn't just on the inside. It can be on the outside. Maybe you need to have a landscape crew come in and change out some plants. If they died over the winter, get rid of them, have new plants brought in, replace those dead plants with new plants. Curb appeal is a real thing. When someone drives up to your home, you want them to be drawn in to want to get the key out of the key box to walk inside and take a look. If they drive up to the home and the outside condition of the home is such that they go, I think I'll pass. I've actually been with buyers before and we've done that. We've passed on a home before. I could not get them past what the outside of the home looked like to even see the beautiful, gorgeous inside. They couldn't get past that. Curb appeal is real. Address the curb appeal. Invite buyers into your home based on what the outside looks like. Some of that's going to be replace and some of that's going to be remove. So we're going to go ahead and move into the remove while we're still talking some about replace. Let me show you a picture here of the same home that we just got prepared to put on the market. Ice storm came through a few months ago and broke this tree. A big statement piece in the front of the house and you can see the shrubs. The mulch doesn't look very good at all but here's what that area looks like now. The tree has been trimmed up. New mulch has been put in. Shrubs have been trimmed. Again we'd seen earlier this house had been painted. Looks good. The driveway's been cleaned off. It's great curb appeal. Some color was added. We repurposed some pots that the seller wasn't going to keep that was going to get rid of. We repurposed some of those by having some color put in those. You can see some plants around the front of the garage. It's just a warm inviting feel when people drive up and they go, oh wow, I love this. I can't wait to see what it looks like on the inside. That's what you want to get. That's the emotion that you want to elicit from a buyer to come in to take a look at your home. So in the removing, let's get rid of things outside that detract from the view of the home. Here's another one of those, some things that need to be removed. This was the outside patio that was not prepared to be looked at, but here's a picture after the things were removed and some things were replaced. Color was added back here, repurposing some tables, just cleaning it up and making it look good. And so cleaning is a part of that. When talking about cleaning, let's also take a look at, this was an area on the inside of the house in a living room with huge windows. There were a plant lived. This is not mold on the floor. This is black coming from the soil, from the water that would wash through and dry on the tile. There was a protector underneath it, but it wasn't 100% effective. You can see that. So when the house was getting prepared, we had a tile person come in and clean all the tile in all of the bathrooms and kitchen and floor, wherever it was, clean the tile, clean the grout and reseal it. And it's amazing what this steam cleaning did for this particular room. That tile I just showed you was in this area right in here where this plant was able to leverage these windows here and you can see that it is clean now. That is not there anymore. It was an amazing thing for having this cleaning coming in and so the removing is remove dirt, remove dust, remove all those things, clean all those items so that your home does look appealing when it's prepared and ready to be on the market. I showed you a picture earlier of this home down in the basement where there were things on the table and needs to be cleared out of there and removed. Declutter your home. You're selling your home. Live in your home as if you were a guest. A guest doesn't bring everything they own to go stay with somebody else for a week. 
or a month or two months. So you're a guest in your own home. Here's what you need to do with all the stuff that you have to declutter. You need to store it, sell it, or donate it. If you're keeping it and you're moving it with you when you move and you don't have to have it to live now, store it. If you're not going to keep it, go ahead and donate it or sell it. Get it out of the house. If it doesn't help the house to look appealing, go ahead and get rid of it. You also have a lot of personal items in your home that you may not want to be in pictures or videos that buyers or other agents are going to have when they come in to take a look at your home. Many times I've actually gone and done a video walkthrough of a home for a buyer who's relocating and isn't there and I'll send it to them or doing it live with them. They see all of the stuff as if they would see it live, but that picture or that video lives on. Maybe they have a spouse who wasn't with them, so they had to take pictures or do some video to send them them. If you don't want it shared out on social media, then don't leave it left in the home to be seen. Again, you don't want your stuff getting in the way of a buyer being able to see their stuff in that space. You want them to go, oh, I think this would look perfect here. I can't wait to get this here. It's big enough that we can put our TV right here. Whatever it is, you want them to see it to where they're able to see it as their space. And you may hear talk about staging your home. Well, all of this is really staging your home. But in our industry, staging is sometimes looked at as only bringing in furniture to make the room look like how it could be used. And that is an element of it. A real estate agent can help you and determine whether or not you need your home to be staged. This home that I showed you some pictures of is a vacant home. There's a little bit of furniture left, but not much. It may be necessary to bring in a dining room table and some chairs, maybe a couch or a nice cushiony chair, a bed, or a dresser. Just a few items to kind of dress it up where they can see kind of what the intended use is of the home if you're not sure what that intended use is. It's obvious what a bedroom is. It's usually obvious what a dining room or a kitchen is. But you might decide that it is worth the little bit of expense to bring some pieces of furniture in to continue to attract and draw buyers into the home. Well, we've said a whole lot today about getting your home prepared to sell. Some things you need to repair some things you need to replace, and some things you need to remove. If you're not sure what to do, talk to a real estate professional. Most of the ones that I know will come and talk to you for free, walk through your home, point some things out to you, and they hope that when it comes time to sell your home, that you will enlist their professional services to get your home sold. If you don't have an agent to talk to, I have a network of agents throughout the entire United States and some international countries. If you don't have an agent where you are, let's have a conversation about how I can help you get you ready to sell your home, whether that's me doing it personally or me getting you somebody who can help you do that personally. I hope that you have a blessed day and that you'll join me next time when we look at pricing your home. Now that you've got it prepared, how much are you going to sell it for? We'll figure that out on the next Get Me Ready to Sell podcast. Thanks for listening today. Make sure to check out the show notes page to get access to any links that I may have mentioned and an outline of this episode. Remember, you deserve confidence when it comes to selling your home. If you're already working with a real estate professional, they should be helping you get ready. If you're not, I'd be honored to have a brief conversation with you to see how I may be able to serve you, even if you're not in my local market. In the meantime, there are three things that you can do to get yourself ready to sell your home. Number one is to visit readytosellscore.com, pick a few simple statements, and determine how ready you already are so that you know what you need to work on to get ready to sell. Number two is download 
of the tips for preparing your home to sell. That's one of the primary things that you need to focus on is getting your home ready. And number three, I've already mentioned it. Schedule a conversation for us to have about a 15 minute chat on how ready you already are or need to be to get your home sold, even if it's going to be a while. It's never too soon to begin getting ready to sell your home. And one other thing I hope you can help me with, leave a five-star review if you found this information helpful. That allows others just like you thinking about selling their homes to be able to find this podcast and get the help that they deserve to be confident when it comes to selling their home. Oh, and make sure to click the bell below so that you're the first to get notified on anything I put out about getting your home ready to sell. Have a blessed day.